What's good, y'all? My name is Dylan Green, and this is Real Notes, a space dedicated to blurring the cultural and artistic lines between rap and film. I'm here to chop it up with everyone from rappers and producers to journalists and video directors about their relationship to movies and how, if at all, film inspires their craft. My guest this week is Brooklyn rapper Chelsea Reject. We spoke about the Hulu original movie Fresh, Black Mirror, Veganism, the Final Destination series, Dragon Ball Z, growing up in the church, watching non-secular media in secret, realizing that we both attended New York College SUNY Purchase at the same time, New York hip-hop during the rise of pro era, and the creative processes behind all her projects, including her latest album, This Is Not My Final Form. Come fuck with us. What's cracking, everybody? Um, it's, 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 uh, it's my birthday. It won't be my birthday when this comes out, but it's my birthday. Happy birthday to me. Fucking... Um, Real notes. We're back at it. It's been a little while, but we're back at it. Type shit. Um, Dylan Green, Cinema Sci. Um, I, I I do a lot of things. Um, I accidentally undercooked my pancakes this morning, so I'm kind of upset about that. <laughs> but um, you know, we're undercooked? here. I never heard. What happened? That. You said undercooked. I never heard of that. Yeah, me either. Like I like I cut into like you know how sometimes like you'll like cut into like chicken or some shit. And it'll just like still be pink in the middle. Like apparently, like if you, apparently, like a pancake will be cooked on the outside, but like still just be like raw dough on the inside. And they're like thin too, so it's weird that that happened. I, I don't, I don't know how or why that happened, but you know, this is a this is the type of magic you can expect on your birthday, I guess. <laughs> um, but you know, um, kick it, kick it, kicking the day off right with somebody that I got a lot of love and respect for. Um, she's been she's been going at it for years and y'all haven't been putting enough respect on her name for my taste. So we got we got <laughs> we got we, we got her to come on here and talk her shit. It's a rapper, a um, um, a dog person, um, a lot of things. This is this person's a lot of things. We got Chelsea Reject in the building. What's going mm-hmm. on, Chelsea? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. You know, New York City weather getting better. That's like, you know, it takes away the whole seasonal depression thing. Yeah. It's lit. <laughs> We're technically like two, three days away from like the first day of spring too. So like, it's, 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 this is like right on time, you know? Right. Wait, you're, you're not, you're Aries? Is it Aries I'm, season? I'm a Pisces. I'm like right on the cusp of Pisces Aries. I just learned that like last week. <laughs> uh, yeah, my birthday's coming up too. April. When's your birthday? Oh, April, April. what? I'm sorry, I missed it. The eighth. The eighth. Okay, cool. Yeah, my dad's the fifteenth. Oh wow. So I, I so so I think he's an Aries too. I'm pretty sure. I don't I don't remember when I Aries did. season ends. Yeah. Okay. He's the best. Right. The best sign there is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I like Aries. I got I got no problem with Aries at all. You know, I uh, I'm I'm not as I'm not as I'm not as attuned to. Uh, I'm not as attuned to Zodiac shit as I'd like to be sometimes. So I don't know everybody's specific shit, but from what I understand, most of the Aries I know are pretty cool. You know, right. so I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not tripping. From what I understand too. <laughs> but um, yo, Chels, thank you so much for coming on. Like, I know this is very last minute, but I appreciate you for coming here and doing this. Likewise. Thank you for having me, man. It's, it's been a long journey out here. <laughs> 
right. Nah, yeah, of course. And yeah, you know, um, we talked about two years ago when this is not my final form came out. But, you know, I figured I figured it was time for a little check in and a tune up and for something a little more fun and not as structured. <laughs> so let's go. Let's get it. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. First question I ask everybody who comes on here. What was the last movie or TV show you watched that you had a strong opinion about? It was called, it's a Hulu original. I think it's called Fresh or, I think it's Fresh, but it's crazy. I, it's called Fresh. That movie was ridiculous. I don't want to give away too much, but like that shit was crazy, bro. It was like, it was like, um, like they were eating humans. That's all I'm going to say. They were, they, were, <laughs> they were the whole market supposedly for human flesh as like bread like rich elite people are eating oh oh nah i know what this is yeah i haven't seen it yet but i know what this is see it was crazy that shit fucked me up i was up at, i was up at night like oh, shit. i don't want to go nowhere by myself and get turned into a pastrami sandwich crazy dog yeah I, I don't know if i recommend it because it had me on the edge of my seat the whole time it was also disturbing as fuck so <laughs> is it a it, horror movie because it like kind of looks like one but i like i can't 100 percent tell but like you're talking to me like it's like scary like like, it, like is it scary like horror movie scary or like it's yeah like i don't know psychological thriller I feel okay. like psychological thrillers fuck me up way more. Like, I'm not scared of a monster or something. Honestly, the scariest shit would be, like, bad credit. Like, a movie about someone. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just never make it out the jam. Like, yo, that's fucking scary, dog. Like, being stuck in the same place, that's scary. I'm not scared of no monsters and shit. Yeah, I would nah. probably text them out here. Like, yo, you better have some butt on you with all that crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's real, honestly. Like I love, a, like I love a good monster movie, but they don't like super scare me in the way that like I'm thinking about it right now. There was a Black Mirror episode back when like everybody was obsessed with Black Mirror. It was a, uh, it was the one with the uh, the blonde dude who was like playing the virtual reality game that like that like attaches itself to your brain, and like yeah, the, yeah, you that like because like for anybody who hasn't seen it. Like the basic premise is like he's playing this virtual reality game that taps into the back of your brain and it like uses like it, it creates a custom experience based on what you're most afraid of. So like every everybody's experience with the game is different. And like I'm going to spoil the ending. Sorry, because I, I got to talk about this. Like he wants like it turns out that like he has like a not so great relationship with his mother and like that like manifests in a way that like causes him to die while he's playing the game. And like yeah, he's just called. she called his phone. Right. She called his phone and it fucking short circuited the thing. And like the whole time, like he's just like having a seizure in the chair and like having a nosebleed. And he's just going like, mom, mom. And it's like the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, like literally <laughs> I, I, I watched that shit. I called my mother the second that shit was over. I was like, hi, like, you don't have to know why I just called you. But like, we got to talk for a second. <laughs> like that was like that was. That was maybe one of the scariest things I've ever seen in my life. I was like, nah, <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah. No cap. That shit was scary as fuck. Mm -mm. I'm, I'm scared of Black Mirror still because all that shit is going to happen. You know yeah, what I mean? probably. Like, all of it. 
all of it, bro. Trying to get my light set up. You know about these these. Everybody, yeah, yeah, no, I got one outside. Everybody got one nowadays. You need yeah, one. You need, yeah, you need a ring light. I'm lucky. I'm lucky because I got like a lot of really nice natural light coming from outside, and I got a, I got a fan with like a big ass light on top. So I don't need it in here. But like, if I do shit in my in my kitchen, I have a, I have a ring light. I hear you. This shit, this shit's like <laughs> game changer. Yeah, for real. Um, but the, like, but like the uh. Like most everything in Black Mirror is probably gonna happen at some point. I agree. This shit is freaky, but That's why scares me. But then on top of like, I feel like I read a story not too long ago about like someone who found like traces of human meat in like food they ate somewhere. Like I don't think it was at like a big chain restaurant, but there was like some like local spot that was just like, oh, there's like trace amounts of human flesh in like this. I I don't remember what it was, but like that's more plausible than I think people realize. And like, you know, like it's, it's, I'm it's like, to... fuck that. What happened? I said, I'm about to go plant-based because <laughs> there's men missing people. And I don't, nah. Hey man. <laughs> nah. <laughs> ah, bro. I, I, um, um, I went to, um, uh, I went to a greedy vegan for the first time in my life in bed like two weeks ago. And I had a po' boy with oyster mushrooms on it. They were like deep fried mushrooms on like, a, on like, I forget what kind of bread it was, but it was like that with arugula and like some chipotle veganaise. And when I tell you that that shit really like tasted like, like oysters, like an oyster po' boy, I was like, you know, like, like I love, I love, I love, I love a good, I love a good plant-based substitution, but not all plant-based substitutions are created equal. We got it. We got, we got to put that out there. <laughs> right. Like I think be, I still think beyond beef is beef. I don't give, I look at that shit. I'm like, that is, <laughs> they are lying to you guys. I know, I know it feels good. The vegans are like, this is the best burger ever. I'm like, yo, that's definitely me. Kangaroo or some shit. That they passed on to niggas talking about yo, that's it's vegan. My dad is scared of Beyond Burgers because he's Jamaican. He said, I don't know what the people put in that. So you're telling me it's not to me. I'm like, it's <laughs> he said it's red like me. I don't want that. Like, that's damn. the duppy talking. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> Nah, I had a I, I had a really good impossible burger from uh from uh Lucky's. They like they make it with like it's made of like seitan mm. and like and like onions and stuff. Like that shit was fucking crazy. Like maybe like like I've had a Beyond Burger and an Impossible Burger. They're good. I'm not mad at them and they definitely have like like if you're really looking for like that substitute, it's cool, but not like my favorite thing ever you know like I, I i would i would honestly just rather like 80 percent of the time i would just rather have a burger like i would just rather eat the meat like that's just me <laughs> you know it's real you know i don't i don't really know what's going on in those other things yeah but one day i'm just go straight out the line that's my <laughs> dream that shit yeah. is hard as fuck because i've been saying it i'm like yo when I, by the time i turn 30 I'm gonna be an alkaline diet. 
drink only water. I'm like, bruh, this shit's coming up soon. And I'm not <laughs> anywhere closer to like hey. being that healthy. I don't know how people do it. How yeah, me either. How they're just like, yo, I just I just eat avocados and 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 fucking <laughs> tomatoes, mix it up in a bowl with some salt. That's my dinner, like bruh. I've been like, what? <laughs> I've been eating food, food. Yeah. I want to change it though, because from what I'm from what I'm learning, people feel so much better living that way. Like they don't get as sick, they just feel better. But damn, right. taste is such a big thing to me. Like, oh, me too. Facts. I'm like I'm constantly I'm, Yeah, I'm big on balance, you know, because like because like my sister used to be vegan. And I and like I picked and I and like I picked up some cool shit from that. Like you can make like you can make cornbread with like applesauce as the binding agent instead of eggs. That's pretty cool. But like, you know, um, I just I just like to incorporate as much as I can and like try to and like try to be as healthy as possible. Like I was just like, like what did I do last night. I had like a I had some like frozen fried rice with some avocado on the side. I just like cut up a whole avocado and just like put it in a bowl with some salt and pepper. And like it was a uh, beef. I had beef fried rice with carrots, onions, and I think green beans in it, maybe, or like some sort of, or maybe like green onions. I can't remember, but they all, they, they, they kind of look the same. But, uh, you know, like balance is cool. Like balance is cool. There's plenty of good places to get cool protein. Like, you know, you can get protein from like lentils and beans, but it, you know, like it's, it's, it's like a flavor and a taste and a texture thing. Like I'm, I'm so weird about textures, you know, like it's. I hate quinoa. I try, I really hate it. I don't know why it's so, I don't like grainy stuff, like really grainy Mm -hmm. outside of rice, like, which is like hilarious because they say, yo, rice is a terrible thing. Don't like my parents don't really eat rice. You know what I mean? A lot of people are like keto. I would never go keto. I would yeah, hell no. Throw away all the the carbs is the like, it's like the best part when it, with yeah. the meat. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. mac and cheese are like, nah, we don't eat that. A lot of a lot of LA people are on a keto diet. <laughs> uh uh-uh, yeah, no, nah, it's just like edible soil and that's it. And some of these meat, they just roll up the meat and cheese and eat it like bread. I need a bread on my sandwich. Yeah, no, that's that's different. That's different. Like that's I would I would I would honestly rather go vegan. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like oh shit. Right. At least they could eat food. Like <laughs> um, but uh um what else is I gonna say? Um sorry, I just lost my train of thought. But I'm glad to hear the movie's good. I wanna try it. Cause that's been, um, yeah, not yet. Yeah, yeah. Cause, uh, that's been on my list since I first heard about it. And it just like, it like, like it remind you, you, you ever seen Sweeney Todd before the demon barber oh. of fleet street? I'm, I'm putting that on my list. It, There's mad uh, movies I didn't see, honestly, because my mom is Christian as hell. So if it's, if it's kind of old, I didn't, there's mad, like I literally had to watch mad movies. Cause like, I was watching like Veggie Tales, Bible Man. Uh, Bible Man is the worst. Have you ever heard? You know what that is? I've I've heard of Bible Man. Yeah, oh, no, I know Bible Man. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in your free time, just you go on YouTube and type in Bible. Yo, that shit is hilarious. It's comedy now as an adult. I was like, yo, my mom was really playing with me, making me watch like only Christian movies. It was a non-secular household, so like I missed out on a lot of movies. I didn't see Love and Basketball until I was like 
in college and people were like, you're not black, bro. How, what? How did you <laughs> not see it? I didn't see Harry Potter, none of that. I, like Pokemon, I had to sneak and watch. Um, Dragon Ball Z, I only got to see because when I went to my cousin's house, they were obsessed. So that's what I was Yeah, I was, I was going to ask. Yeah. But, like I tried to turn it on at home and they said, ah, my mom was like, turn this demonic shit off. Like he's powering up. She's like, you're a girl, turn this shit off. What the fuck are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I, Oh man, yeah, I can't, yeah, I, yeah, I can't even, I can't even, I can't even imagine your mother just like walking into the room and being like, what the fuck is this? Like <laughs> Yeah, she thought I was broken because I I like had Barbies and shit, but I also would steal my cousin's Dragon Ball Z <laughs> figurines or whatever figurines. <laughs> she would just catch me playing with those. Like, what are you doing? Like, you don't like your dolls? I'm like, nah, I want to make everything fight. Ah, I was mad and weird. Got <laughs> all my dolls here off. <laughs> uh, you were all inclusive. You wanted everybody to be in on the action. <laughs> right. <laughs> shit. Um, but like, you know, like that's, you know, like that's really, it's always, it's always really interesting to talk to people who grew up in such strict households when it comes to like non-secular stuff. Cause, um, you know, like that's, you know, like that shapes your perspective in a way that it doesn't do for everyone. But like, for you, like, what was like, what was like the first experience you remember? <laughs> it could be, it could be secular or non-secular, but like, what was the first experience you can remember having, like watching a movie? And it's so funny you said the cousin's house thing because I always say like it could be at the theater or your cousin's house. So it's always funny to hear people say at my cousin's house because that's such a real thing. I don't know if people yeah. realize like that's like, like especially for black people, like that's such a real thing that happens. But yeah. My mom would work. So she would send me there for the whole damn summer pretty much every day. So I'm like, I bet I'm getting into this. All the fucking shit I can't watch. It's lit. So I would be just watching all... I was allowed to watch mad cartoons. Like, as soon as she heard a demonic voice, which is like any boy, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> she's like, that's demonic. Turn it off. It's gonna right. be... It's like, what? We got Bugs Bunny literally pulling up on Satan and hell and shit. Like... <laughs> I, was, I was fake. And I would be go to school and they'd be like, you seen that new Yu-Gi-Oh! episode? I'm like, yeah! Uh, they're like, what happened then? I'm like, I got caught one time. I was like, I have no clue, bro. My, my mom doesn't let me watch it. <laughs> like the opening credits and then, and then it was over. <laughs> it's been like, Yu-Gi-Oh? I don't know what that is. Mom, what? Like, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> who, are you, who are you talking oh, about? Pokemon? Oh, no. <laughs> Pokemon? Pocket Monsters. Who says the whole shit like that? <laughs> it was the church that we went to. So I went to Times Square Church. It's a, it's a huge church. It's still running. They, it's a big rich church you feel me wow and I stopped, I stopped going when I was like 17 because I was over it so one day I just told her yo I'm not going she was like what and it took like <laughs> three weeks of nah I just stayed in the bed like yo I can't I physically cannot I got mad homework I got I just used high school as an excuse right I was in the choir for like ever bro like I had to go there every Saturday and shit it's crazy I think it kind of helped me with music though, because it started started my love for music kind of like some of them songs at, in the church. They was they was popping, you know. What I mean? Yeah, like, vocal registers going on. It's, it'll teach you a lot. That's why Kanye loves gospel the way he does. They have right. a pocket they get into. Yeah, you know, like that's like 
Yeah, because like I grew up, um, um, I went to church for a bit until I was probably about like nine or 10. And then um, my parents pulled us out of the church we were going to because um, uh, our pastor didn't like gay people. And my dad was like, nah, we're out of here. <laughs> and then like they just and, and, and then like my parents pulled us to the side and we're like, all right. So I, I don't know if I told this story before. Maybe I have. But long story short, they were like, all right. If you want to keep going to church, if you believe in God and want to keep doing that, fine, do your thing. But like, if not, we're not going to force you. Like they let us make our own choice. And I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I, you know, like I didn't really have that connection to it. So I was like, I'm out. But being in the church and hearing like, yeah, like you said, like the vocal arrangements, like gospel is a beautiful thing. Like, you know, like regardless of how you feel about, about religion, like I love gospel music. Like, that I liked because yeah. like, the choir at that church is immaculate. They have like a whole orchestra. They have like a thing that comes out of the ground with the, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot. It's like an immaculate, <laughs> majestic church. Like yeah, that's like crazy. Ceilings, ceilings has like ancient paintings. I don't know where they got this church from. Who built it? It had to be something before that. But it's yeah, like a huge theater. So I used to love like the gospel part, like the singing. And then the when the preaching came on, I'm like, Oh, I gotta go to sleep. This is get me much. out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, had, I'm sorry. What? My bad. Not they had good? three services, and she used to make me go to all three, and Damn. it would be a different sermon each time. But it was crazy. Like, yo, I'm really in church from 9 a.m. to like 8 o'clock is when we're going home. Like, it was a lot. I think that's nah. why I don't go to church now. I paid my dues, Jesus. Yeah, 12 hour days. Right. 12 hour days that's different <laughs> um you got me thinking now because i've been watching it a lot you ever see the righteous gemstones before What's that? so so it's a show on it, it's like a new-ish show on hbo about a family that runs a mega church in i think south carolina i i it's in one of the carolinas and like john goodman's in it and um danny mcbride i think he created the show too so like it, it's so like it's just like about them running this church and like about like the fact that they're just like horrible like self-obsessed people who are just like in it for the money and like not the like the show itself isn't necessarily anti-religion but it's very much like anti-mega church and like anti-tele-evangelist and shit and like it's just like these like horrible southern white people just like manipulating and fucking with each other but like they all they're all like christian on the it's it's super fire it's on hbo i think the second season just ended and um or, or, or no it did just yeah no that's tight if you get a chance you should watch it it's a lot of fun um and i didn't realize until recently that like danny mcbride um the guy who created um eastbound and down he was in like pineapple express and shit like he like grew up like in like, like i think his family either like ran a church or like participated in like a small church in his like Virginia town. Or like I was watching like a behind the scenes thing about it. I'm just like people who like grew up in the church always have like a really interesting relationship with that shit. Like as it, as, as, as they get older, whether it's like a good or a bad one, I'm just like always intrigued by that. Like, especially when it's like mixed and not necessarily like positive all the way positive or all the way negative. Like I'm always really intrigued by that. I don't know why. Yeah, for me, I would say it's mixed because I did enjoy some aspects like the food and my greedy right. ass. 
they had food they had food every sunday like people would cook at home and bring like so was, this church has mad different nationalities they said like a hundred and something they always it's like one of the pride and joys of the church it's very multicultural Mm-hmm. So I was getting like Japanese food, Caribbean food, like what everyone came together in like a potluck every Sunday though, the same group of people would bring food. And there was this one lady, she would make a cake. I was like, yep, I'm going to church just for a cake. That's hard. <laughs> I'm a, I was a greedy ass kid. Food was my love. So facts. I dad used to go to church sometimes for the, for the food. Hey, nah, people, people, people will put their ankles in that church food, like all, all the time. Like it was, it was, <laughs> yeah, no, you know, they're trying to show out so they could get it. It's just so they could ensure their place like 40 years down the line and shit. That's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, So like, as, so like, as you grew up and stuff started to like loosen for you and you started to watch more movies and shit. Like, do you like, do you remember the first movie that kind of made you fall in love with movies as something more than just like entertainment, like not even in like an artful kind of way, but just like something that made you kind of stop and be like, this is a movie, like this is an experience type shit. I'll say Final Destination, facts, Final Destination, it was a DVD, one of my cousin's I stole from her. Like I stole her DVD because <laughs> I had a little DVD player. But my dad got me one. I was like, "Yes, it's time. I'm gonna finally watch what I want to watch." And I stole that. I didn't even know what it was about. It just looked cool. Like Final Destination. She had a bunch of DVDs. I stole like three of them, and that was the best one out of the three. And it, it actually messed with me because it made me scared of regular things. Like, yo, that movie can make, like, a wind blowing, like, scary. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> why, did the, why, did her, why did her pencil fall off the table like that? That shit had me paranoid <laughs> about everything. Like, but I really I really liked how it was shot and then just the whole movie itself. It got corny over time. But after the third one, I believe, I didn't really like it anymore. But that was my guilty pleasure because my mom had no idea I, I had possession of that DVD. So I was just running it up. <laughs> I watched it like mad times. I've seen that movie way too much. It's, it's bad. <laughs> uh, I, it was fake, like all I had. Right. That's crazy. Like I uh like the opening sequence uh, for the for the first final destination is maybe one of my favorite like opening scenes in any movie ever with just like them in the with like them in the plane and like the plane goes down it's like the whole idea of like of like death like sco- like settling up with people who like managed to manage to dodge I lo- like i don't know it's just this shit is crazy and like and like there was the one the the fourth one wasn't too good but then they made two more and i think the last one they made like the, like I loved and I, I really loved and appreciated the last one they made because uh like the whole time it's like it takes place in the 90s but you don't realize it until like near the end when you're looking at it and it's like wait a minute nobody has a cell phone like there's no right. like iPods or shit and then like and then the and then the the, the, uh, the last one ends with them getting on the plane that crashes in the first mo- like just that beautiful full circle moment I was like yeah. like like just the fact that they like the fact that they made the movie so well that you didn't even stop to think like, wait a minute, what, what, where does this take place? 
And then they, right. like, it was just really like, like, like on top of the fact that they just tried to keep on one up on um, one up in the deaths and shit, which I'm always a big, I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a sucker for that type of shit. But like, for them to like bring it full circle the way they did and just do it so clean and so subtle and not have me realize it until the very end. I was like, well, fucking played y'all. Like I, I, I would, I would go see one or two more just to like see them. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, like I love, I love the final destination movies. I, I love them, I, love them, love them. I need like, one. I need, we need one with Netflix does the budget for me or some big platform and we need more black people on it. Cause it would be on. It would be hilarious and good at the same time, because that—that's how I feel about like Jordan Peele films. Like they're funny and they have the scary aspect, and it's just—it's kind of like hilarious though. And it's because it's us. We are funny in any situation. Like that's right. That's kind of how black people deal with trauma. We just make like mad jokes, and it's low key like like <laughs> us, where she's like. Where the daughter's like cutting the dad's ass and shit, like, bro, you guys are in a whole situation where life or death, and you're making jokes, like, this is crazy. Yeah, but yeah. Like, no. That's sorry, I, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I cut you off like four times. No, that's cool. No, it's that's not cool. That's one of my my favorite directors right now. Yeah, no, Jordan Peele's incredible. Like, I love, I love, um, like get out is one of those movies that i'm never gonna forget where i was the first time i saw it you know like that's gonna be a movie we talk about in like 15 years and like that's kind of the one that like i feel like everyone is still trying to i just i just said this i was um um, i just said that it's on somebody else's podcast not too long ago um i I, um i don't know if it's gonna be out but um i was on breaking adams recently shout out to shout out to chris and um submit but anyway like like i feel like everybody's still chasing get out like five, six years later, like everybody making horror movies in that vein is still chasing Get Out for better and for worse, like mostly worse. (laughs) It's just like, that's one of those, like, that's one of those like singular, like no one's ever going to make a movie like that, that good ever again. Like move the fuck on. Like he, he just, he just like, he just like gets it in, in like these really subtle and like cool ways that you really couldn't, like, like, like I couldn't think like there's so many aspects of that movie that I love that are so hard to describe. Like even um, like even the intro to Get Out where uh, Lakeith is walking through the neighborhood and he's on the phone. And then mm-hmm. like his decision to like show him getting abducted by whoever it was, but like not show the upper parts of their body. Like like it like like, like it almost looks like he's like being hung because his like mm-hmm. legs are dangling in the air. And it's like real tense and just like makes me so uncomfortable every time I watch it. Like, just like, like he just knows what makes like, not only does he know how to make things scary, he knows how to like communicate like the horror, like, like the horrors of being black on occasion in these like really crazy, like, like that scene alone, just like really just like I think about it and it makes me fucking freak out a little bit. Like just really beautiful. Um, um, I, I didn't really think Us was as good as Get Out, but it's still, like, really, really good. And, like, Lupita Nyong'o fucking... She didn't win an Oscar for that, and she should have. Like, that's that's right. that, that was one of the times when I knew I was like, yeah, these these shits don't mean anything anymore. Like, <laughs> this doesn't mean uh, shit to me. She killed that role for real. She killed that role. He's dropping Nope. Nope is next. Yeah, Nope's in July. I'm so hyped. 
can't wait. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it looks like it's gonna be an alien invasion movie this time, which I'm what like like I like I'm interested to see what he's gonna do with aliens. Like nice, nice. That's kind of scary though, because we haven't had like any good modern alien shit really. Yeah. No, we haven't. And that's I feel like they're coming. They they they've warned us several times. <laughs> you know? Yo, they are. They're like, bro, they're coming. Like, bro, they're coming. Yeah, no, nah, we're not. We're not alone out after, here. Definitely not. After COVID, I believe anything can happen. Yeah, because like, what? <laughs> Everything has happened while I've been alive. So I'm just like, yo, what is next? Let's go. Like, I'm, I'm fully ready for it. Right. Mentally, I expect the craziest shit at all times. Yeah, I so, get it. You know, like we uh, we all kind of went through like collective trauma. Like COVID was like. Like we all experienced that at the same time. Like that's a, and you know, like it's going to be crazy in like 10 years when there are people who like weren't born or like alive when COVID happened. And you're going to have to like explain that. Like that's such a, like, like I'm not ready for that. Like that's going to be really fucking weird. Like you're, you, yeah, you're like, I'm, you're like, I'm, a, I'm a, <laughs> really for a month. Like, Yo, like for more than a month, like I didn't leave my house for almost like three to keep it a buck. Same. Like it was just like, like, like at that point, you're going to feel the lockdown was a month though, where you're like, where they were like, don't fucking go outside. Right. Like, right. If you get, you know, just go to the supermarket in like a condom because you're fucked. So just grab what you can. <laughs> you know, everyone had the craziest mess. Well, they just made up mad shit. I yeah. seen a lady. In East New York, she had plastic bags on her hands, bro. Like she tied them. <laughs> no. <laughs> hands uh-uh. and feet. <laughs> like, yo, what is that gonna stop? Like, I don't understand. People were really unhinged, bro. Yeah. Including myself, because I was just like, uh, do I make music or is the world ending? I don't know. Like, uh, since I had the like equipment in the crib. It was a lot of times I didn't do shit because I was just like, I don't know what's happening. I don't think my brain can handle creating anything right now. I'm just going to like binge watch mad shit. So like, I caught up on so much TV. I like, I recorded a little bit, but for the most part, yeah, I was just like shook it. <laughs> yeah. Like we had no idea what was about to happen. Like it, it, it was, it was just like every, there was like new updates every day. And it was like before, we just had no idea what was going on in like a, in like a really like scary, fatal type of way. So I yeah. get it. Like, I turned on the news. They were like, everyone has died. It's over. <laughs> like, yo, what? Yeah. Like, um, oh, uh, wait, I just I just realized I wanted to say something about the Final Destination thing because you were talking about making it for Netflix. You know how mm-hmm. they do like the interactive, like choose your own adventure shit. They <laughs> should do one of those for Final Destination. That would be fire. Did, That's did a free Black idea, Mirror? Netflix. Like, <laughs> Black Mirror tried that, right? It was like Bandersnatch. Like, what the fuck is a Bandersnatch, right? <laughs> you guys, what are you talking about? But if they could get that for Final Destination, that would be better than Bandersnatch. That shit was weird, bro. <laughs> Bandersnatch I... was. No way. Did you watch it more than once? Because I, I did not. <laughs> Just once, uh, like, like. <laughs> wait, no, no, no. I did it. There were like a couple times where like I chose stuff to the point where like I think I like killed the guy. <laughs> um, so I think I might have like restarted it a couple of times. But um I like, really like, play. 
it was cool you know like it like like i like choose your own adventure stuff like that I, like i was like big on those um remember those goosebumps books that were all choose your own yeah like, i was big on those so like i did that but they put out a new one with um um i i think it was created by the black mirror guy but it's like an animated one called cat burglar where it's where it's like a tom and jerry type of thing where it's it's completely animated and like the cats trying to get into a museum and steal an art piece and like the dog is like a security guard and you have to like you have to answer like random trivia questions and if you don't if, if you get a certain amount of them wrong the cat dies in like classic cartoon fashion like he'll get like chopped up and turned into like a into like a sandwich or like he'll get flattened by an anvil and like you get three lives and if you fuck it up you got to start over again but like that was really fun you know like that was that was uh it, it was it was a lot less tense than the bandersnatch thing because like bandersnatch was like it's like heavy on the drama because it's basically a black mirror episode so it's like yeah. it's like heavy on the drama but like cat burglar was fun and cute and like if uh like if y'all haven't tried it like it's it, like i think it only takes like a half hour maybe 45 minutes if you fuck up a bunch to get through the whole thing but um yeah, it's burglar. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, um, but nah, like Final Destination, like, like, like a Final Destination movie would really benefit from that, from that, like, choose your own adventure type thing, because like you could save people, or you could let them die, like, it, the possibilities are endless. Like, that would be fire. Netflix gonna pay you for that idea, though. They won't. They'll. Yeah, nah. We'll see. Nah, we'll see. We'll see it in like eight months, and they'll be like, "Yeah, we're doing this." And I'm just, you just remember, just remember where you heard it first. <laughs> remember where you heard it first. They definitely gonna slide with that one. <laughs> like, um. So yeah, let's jump back over to the music real quick before we move on. Like, yeah, like you mentioned, you mentioned that like you mentioned that like hearing gospel and just like stuff in the church was kind of your um was kind of like your first experience like falling in love with music like but like as you grew older and you kind of started to forge your own tastes and shit like where like where did music kind of take you from there like yeah yeah where did music take you from there as you got older oh when i was in middle school i was listening to like lupe fiasco um kanye uh lincoln park a lot of of random bands too because like i had like a bunch of different friends you know and i would just collect their music from them and shout out rock i don't know if you know him um but he's from pro era and we went to middle school together his name is rock (laughs) we went to middle school together and he put me on to lincoln park and lupe so shout out to him he gave me a he gave me the cds you know when you burn a cd back in the day yeah. So I could hide it from my mom. We dad wrote Christian songs. <laughs> Just put them in there. <laughs> she never checked. So shout That's hard. Shout out to that. Yeah, like I always I always liked all types of music. I, I think outside of like I don't like soca music. I don't care if they come from me. It sounds like pots and pans. I can't listen to it. And <laughs> that carnival music. <laughs> It sounds like mad pots and pans just fell oh. out some pantry. I don't like it. I like I like reggae, but like to an extent. Like I don't like the raunchy shit where he's like flipping and throwing. <laughs> Girl, none of these women are safe right now. This is <laughs> this song is scary as hell. I'm not yeah, fucking. Nah. 
dance hall DJs get kind of crazy sometimes. Like I love, I love, I love, I love reggae and dance hall, but the DJs get real intense sometimes. But you, you got You got, you got to be in a zone for that type of thing. Like a, like a, yeah, time and a place, time and a place. Crazy, like bro, chill, craziness. But yeah, um, and country music, I can't give him that. I'm sorry, I, I can't. Yeah. Give him but everything else, though, I'm really kind of open to, and I listen to everything. It's cliche, but my favorite band is Tame Impala. Hey, man, come on. People it's, are like, oh, everyone loves Tame Impala. Oh, well, because they're good at it. They're good. Right. Cliches every are album, cliche for a reason, like, you know? like Every album has impressed me in, in every way, so... I would, I would love to work with Kevin Parker. That's like a dream. I seen he's like doing a show with Jungle Pussy in Brooklyn. Yeah. Like, How am I not going? I want to cry. Every time they come out here, I never know until like too late. It's like, oh, fuck you. You can't see. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen them live? Never. I've always, I've always wanted to. I really, um, I'm, I'm, I really liked, I really liked his new album a lot um and of course you know like the first two and like currents like i mean like currents is i feel i feel like for people like our age and a little younger that's like a modern classic like i love it's just really beautiful fucking like you know like i feel like i feel like that i feel like tame impala is kind of like the textbook definition of like vibes you know like whenever i think vibes i think tame impala it's just like they're there it's like you said it's a cliche but like you know like cliches are are there for a reason like they have to they have to be established and true to become cliches so fuck it you know like right. good is good he would be mad but i don't know a lot of bands right now like when i was growing up there were so many fucking bands like i can i can't even name all of them right now there were so many bands and i feel like nowadays either i'm not tapped into that world or they just not being showcased because i don't really no, I mean, there's no like big mainstream bands. Everyone's yeah, kind of like really. on their own, trying to like even like the pop. It's more like pop and hip hop, but it's like hip hop because they really everything is just hip hop, high key. Right, <laughs> and it's crazy because like Tim and Paula, they're only a band when they tour. Like Kevin Parker yeah, does like all uh, yeah, like, like I'm sure you know, but like for anybody listening, like. Like, this is also a cliche that Tame Impala fans are always like, it's all Kevin Parker, but like, it's all him. You know, like he records and mixes and masters his own music and shit. That's always really impressive. Like, I didn't learn that until the new one. Like, I didn't learn that until like a year ago. And I was like, whoa, like, so that really made me even more impressed by him. But like the touring band looks really tight. I just, um, I've just never had the opportunity to see them live. One day, though, we'll make it happen for both of us one day. Have you heard? Damn, I'm trying to remember their names. Salute Salts S A. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's like salt or something. Yeah, no, nah, they're fire. Who who are they? Like what the hell? Um, I knew. I like learned like, like one like one of the members of the band is like an established artist who I don't remember right now, but um. Like they're amazing. I love um they put out that album back in like what like 2020 maybe that I think they put like two out in the last two years and they were both and they were both cool. Um uh I can't remember who's in it, but like they're like like they stay anonymous and like somebody either like played an instrument or like wrote or like sang for them. They're like, I know, and I'm like, I really like the person, but I'm gonna remember in like 
20 minutes and be mad about it. But, um, <laughs> but no, nah, they're great. I like them a lot. They're, um, I've been meaning to re-listen to that album too. So thanks for reminding me. Yeah, me too. I, it just hit me. I was like, what is that, that band? But I don't know how to spell their name. I just keep fucking it up. Every time I try to look them up, I type in like salt. <laughs> I think what it's, uh, it? it's like, oh, God. I think it's a S A U L T. I'm pretty sure. Salt, but that's salt. Um. Oh shit. Salty salt. Yeah, they need. Yeah. Need to do a Q and A. I don't know what's going on at all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Um. But nah. But nah. That shit is hard. Um. I just. It's gonna yeah yeah like it's all gonna come back to me later. But they're really cool and, and yeah like now that it, now that I think about it like there aren't like super many like you know like like the only other band band that I could think of is like the Free Nationals like Anderson Pox people, but like right. oh the, oh sorry who you got no nah, um 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 I was I, I was gonna say how could I forget uh the homies in Poetic Thrust shout out to Poetic Thrust. They're fucking amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, shout out to Nakama and all of them, bro. They're 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 the best. We all went to college together. Oh, word. Wait, yo, you know yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to yo. Yo is crazy. Right, facts. We went to high school and college together. Crazy. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. Um, Nakama and I went to college together, and um, and Wait, um, did you go to purchase. I went to purchase. Yeah. I went to purchase. That's hilarious. What? When? What? No cap. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. When did you go to purchase? From 20, uh, I think it was 2012, 2011. No, 2012, 2012. And I went for two years and I dropped out. I graduated in 2014. How did I never see you around? I was fat, so me. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> I also never left my dorm room or the food the food court. Yeah, you know, I was running those meals up. <laughs> I was honestly recording, like, so I never really left my dorm room. That's when so, I first started recording. Thank you. That's cr- I'm I'm just like blown that like we were there at the same time, and I didn't know that. That's okay. crazy. I was there. I was there from 2010 to 2014. I graduated in 2014. I did culture shock one year too, um, probably before you graduated. That's insane. That's crazy. You got to remember what year and tell me later, because like that's wow. I'm 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 like, wow. <laughs> I'm like you went to school in the comment. Me too, bro. I know all of them. I used to. Um, I met them around the time Mark met them. Well, yo. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. And yeah, shout out to Jaden, their um, their saxophone player. He also went to purchase. Um, and yeah, man, people went to purchase. Yeah, for real. Like it's 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 kind of crazy. Like I knew um, you know, Despot, the 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 rat. Yeah, yeah. Um, he um he went to purchase too. He went to purchase like I think like uh maybe like almost a decade before we did. He like he like he like booked Culture Shock one year, a couple of years actually. And um, I think he like got doomed to play. I want I I want to I want to ask him about it one day. But like, yeah, that's 
hella fucking people went to purchase and like i like people tell me and i'm like what like i went to purchase like the fact that you were there and i didn't know it is just wild to me like these also performed their purchase i don't know if you seen if you were there for that i might not wait mm. i might have been there but i didn't see it i don't know what year was it you remember uh, i'm very i'm gonna ask my homie but it was um joey badass when you it was like Mickey Blanco opened up and then Joey Badass one year and, and Steve's performed there. So that was like his last show it was at Purchase too. It's crazy. God damn. Wow. Um, so that yeah, so that must have been that must have been while I was there. It had to have been. It definitely like, was. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because like 1999 came out in 2012, which means it's 10 years old. Holy shit. But uh yeah, oh wow. All right. Yeah, I like I don't remember that. I don't I don't I don't remember being there for the Steez thing or Joey Badass. So I gotta um, I gotta look I gotta look into that and ask some people. That's nuts. Yeah, that was a wild show, yeah. It was insane. It was like packed. So I don't know if you maybe you went away for the weekend, because it was sometimes I would go away for the weekend or whatever. But try to try to remember. It might be in there. Somebody you know knows that. Somebody you know knows. Um, I'm 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 sure. Nah, I'm I'm gonna have to go look up the date and figure out where the fuck I was for that. Cause like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Shit. Um. Yeah, sorry, you just fucking blew my mind. Like that was all. <laughs> I, 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 I was I was all a lot. <laughs> um. Wait, what? You went to pray? <laughs> Yo. poor they said poor choice <laughs> poor choice yeah <laughs> yeah people still call it poor choice like you know i i like i appreciate all the networking and stuff i was able to do there and some of those classes i still kind of use that stuff to this day but like uh, that i was that was pretty much it <laughs> you know i was, I, I, was needed to, I needed to go there for my freedom because like when i first went to went there i didn't even smoke weed bro i didn't even drink or smoke i was like hell ah. no what and they were like, yeah, you're not going to make it too long with that attitude. You, you need to smoke something. It's stressful out here. I was like, damn. And little did I know, like, by the end of the semester, I was rolling up my own shit. That shit is crazy, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. My mom, like, sent me. She, I, I Honestly, I went to purchase to get away from, like, the strictness so I could really, like, try to rap. And I got, like, that. Right. I had, like, the little studio stuff inside my dorm and basically, yeah, going there opened that up for me because everybody was making music, you know, everywhere I turned. There was somebody, oh, yeah. yo, you can come to our dorm and record if you want. Like, it was crazy, bro. It was like, I needed that. You know I mean? Right. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, you know, I was going to ask this a little later, but I guess uh, before, yeah, I guess I'll switch these around it. But yeah, like, when did you decide, like, like, was it being it purchased that kind of made you decide you really wanted to pursue music, like, for real and not just, like, as a hobby? Or, like, when did you decide that it was time to do that? Um, so I would say when I seen my other friends in, like, New York becoming artists, I got, like, FOMO. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm in this college. Now, I think I was walking and I heard somebody playing the underachievers. And I was like, I know those guys what the hell? And then they're like, yo, these guys are so, they're trying to tell me about people I already know. <laughs> Joey Badass, did you hear of the underachievers? I'm like, bro, I literally know these people. And if, like, if I didn't come here, I'd probably be making music. 
So I was like, I should make some fucking music. This is crazy. And I, eventually I just left because um, I got a manager and all that. But and I barely had a mixtape. I don't even know how I got a manager that soon. He he didn't even, I didn't have anything out. Honestly, I just had like a freestyle or some shit. And he was like, yep, let me be your manager. We got to work. <laughs> so I was in college and I was like, yo, I'm in college, bro. I'm not leaving. And like by the end of semester, when I heard all their music playing around and like they're doing shows, I was like, yeah, I can't do this. I got to take a chance too, because like, I love doing this shit too. Why am I here? So I left and I never looked back. And that's that's so crazy to hear. Like you just like like you just you know like you know like the leap of faith when it comes to just like trusting in yourself with that type of thing is always crazy on its own. But just like to hear that you started at purchase and kind of went on the path that you did, and just to like 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 being being at purchase in like the early 2010s and like watching like pro era and all of them jump off like you know like i remember when 1999 came out and like how big of a deal that was to people i knew and it's just like like i can imagine i can imagine all i can imagine a whole bunch of fucking hipster white people running up to you talking about oh have you heard joey bad like that's so funny i can only imagine like i was hearing it playing like at one point it was like i heard joey playing here and i walk and it's the underachievers playing i'm like nah i go in the dorm they're watching the video i'm like nah absolutely not and i'm talking to these dudes and they're like yep you shouldn't have went to school you you big dummy Hey, you're making music when are you coming back bro so i was like yeah i need to leave bro i can't do this it was really tina that that made me want to leave i was like nah i gotta go make some music with her and like i can't let these people move on and forget me type shit like yeah hell no my mom was absolutely pissed because i told her i was like i'm taking a year off i just i'm super like i have anxiety I threw I threw some words at her. She was like, anxiety? No, 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 no. We don't we don't do that here. Either you go to that school or you don't live here. I was like, damn, it's like that. It's like that, bro. This shit was crazy. So I really wow. chose to struggle than to go back to my internship. <laughs> I, like, I can't, I can't, I can't go back to the I hated class. I honestly, I just like being able to do what I want. Like, so what I really wanted was an apartment. <laughs> and a place to record <laughs> right You're just like go to class i don't care about nothing in this class i would dead go to class stoned as fuck and just be like zone the fuck out one of my teachers told me like they were like come here do yourself a favor and lay off the fucking grass they said it just like that to me i was like damn <laughs> i just started smoking so i was fucked up like off one couple hits off a joint i go to class and i'll be wow literally melting into my chair and they're like what is good with that girl like i was kind of like the weirdo i purchased like you would barely see me food dorm class that's it i was not really going out like that right wow (laughs) yeah i mean yeah that was that was there were yeah you know it was it was def it was definitely it was definitely like that type of vibe sometimes like th- like there were definitely certain days where I wouldn't like leave my shit for a while, but right. I was like but I was like bopping winter, around. Oh my god, winter over there was 
tragic. That shit was, was brutal. It was, <laughs> it was brutal. Nah, like Westchester County in the wintertime is awful. I don't Crazy. recommend it. To, yeah, it's like it, it's like not as bad as a place like Buffalo, but like it's just it's just like it's brutal up there. Mm-mm. Um, oh, what was I gonna say? Um, before we move on. I remember the year the uh, I remember the year the zombies played Culture Shock. They played Culture Shock right when Better Off Dead came out. Like that, I remember. I was in the crowd for that. That that, that show was nuts. Um, and I got to I got to I got to tell Meech, um, Eric, and Juice about that when I, I I interviewed them back when Vacation to Hell came out, and I was like, "Yo, I was at that show," and they were like, "Ah, that was that was Better <laughs> Off Dead." Be, Better Off Dead time was a crazy fucking time. That was a I still I still love that project. I this the early times of everyone um like everyone like everyone when i say everyone from kendrick lamar to i just missed those times when i was just discovering certain people's musics and sounds and all that. right because like now that I, I feel like i heard everything it's like damn bro i miss when i just didn't have much knowledge of shit and i'm just like wow this shit is like amazing next level shit but now i feel like i'm spoiled and i'm like more like what's the word jade would it be jaded i don't know i'm more picky i'll be like a lot of shit makes me do the cringe like there's things i like and there's just things that i can't like i really don't like a lot of the drill music it's very few like i love pop smoke when i love his music like his vibe and all that it was the voice for real yeah always yeah no he had a great voice I loved his voice. So like him and Fabio are like the only two like, I really like. But then it's like a lot of songs that are like bad with the distortion on the beat is crazy. They just talking about killing everybody. And I spent all his blog and I'm like, I'm like I cannot listen mm. to this like bro. I yeah. I cannot, bro. It can it be a lot. Bad. It can it's, be a it's lot. It's like it hurts my ears, like literally. I'm like, is this what getting old feels like? Cause damn, oh. maybe. Maybe younger me would have been like, yeah, and I spent all his block, <laughs> but right now I'm like, I don't like this at all, you know. So I, really I like miss- um, yeah, nah, I I uh, um, nah, I miss I miss those times too. But I, um um um, I was just gonna say, well, actually no, a I miss those times. That was a really like you know like, like the 2010s were like really special just for a lot of reasons. Like when it came to music, yeah, just like it it just kind of felt like it just kind of felt like we just watched a whole bunch of superstars grow up and that's really beautiful. And but come on out top, of thin air, like. Right. Like people like people like creating their own hype. Like that was like, we were like watching people create their own hype. And that was like a beautiful, beautiful thing to see really inspiring in like so many ways. And uh, I'd ruin that. Cause it's just like, we like three seconds of the song and yeah i literally don't hear the rest of these songs but i feel like what song but clearly like labels are obsessed with tiktok like you gotta get some yeah. tiktok influence on this <laughs> like yeah. yeah hilarious actually they want those they want those billions and billions of three second streams you know that's 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 they'll get yeah, it they'll get like, it wherever they can shout out to tiktok like, though i have fun on there but now I like the recipes on there. I'm not on there for music. I'm on there for like everything else, jokes. Like it's it's a, yeah. it's a good place. It's a good place if you're not expecting anything. Definitely. Know? Food and shit posts. That's all I'm on TikTok for. Food and shit posts. <laughs> um, I'm not even trying to 
trying to get lit on there. It's just like, whatever. If you find me, cool. If you don't, <laughs> right. I'm going to be out here bugging. <laughs> saying whatever. Right. There was a, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was going to say, um, when it comes to drill, I like drill. Um, you know, like there's, there's, there's a, it's not perfect, but I like pop smoke a lot. I like five a lot. Um, I really like Shawnee bin Laden. Shawnee bin Laden's fucking crazy. That, that Mary Wickmas album that he put out at the top of the, that shit is fucking crazy. That's one. That's like, I've been, I've been listening to that and like the Tony Snow and Grim Doza project on repeat for the past like three months. Like those two projects are fucking unreal to me. Yeah, facts. But uh, but no, I get it. I get it. You know, it's. it's I'm talking about the random ones that that DJ academics be getting paid to post. I'll be like, who is Ew. this next guy from New York? I'm like, bruh, please don't do this. <laughs> don't do it. Now, right. like when I talk to other people in other states, they literally like associate us with drill music. I'm That's like, wild. Hey, Y'all making that drill shit over there. I'm like, what? Since when is that our like our like niche? It's not though. Like we make yeah fire hip hop like of all different sounds. So it's like rad. Right. And like and like drill didn't even start here. Like drill started in Chicago. So that's crazy to think that like people are so like I get that pop smoke was huge, but like it's crazy to yeah, drill is crazier in the UK. They just don't talk about killing everyone. They like say nice sentences over them. <laughs> They're like, you guys are very much lady. I will say oh, <laughs> yeah. my partner hates. Um he really hates the UK drill and I, I like some of it. Like nuts. Yeah. I like nuts. And he'll be like, bruh, they're so proper. They won't. She's like, I'm gonna give her a glass of water. She like, bro, just, oh, I like it, bro. <laughs> you gotta go over. You gotta go over and listen to that grime shit because grime gets kind of crazy sometimes. But either way, you know, like, yeah, I like, I like, I like, I, 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 um, I like a lot of what they got going on over in the UK. It's like all sorts of different everything. Like, not even just drill, but like, gotta go back. I'm going back as soon as I can. Yeah, you better. Like I'm trying. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to go to the UK for the first time ever. At some point, I want to. I want to. I want to make that happen like as soon as possible. I'm going to Manchester. I had so <laughs> I had the worst thing happen to me on the way home. Like when I stayed in, I stayed in Berlin for three months. Right after breakup, but that's what the not my final form whole thing happened. You know. And I was just like, damn, I'm ready to go home. Like, I was over it. So it was time. I heard, like, if you stay more than three months, you might have issues coming back. So I was like, all right, let me go. I had a layover in Manchester, right? I'm ready to get back on the plane. And they're like, there's no plane. The wing is messed up. I'm like, the wing of what? What are you guys talking about? Like, I was just on that thing. And you're telling me that the Mm-mm. wing. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys talking about you're telling me we almost died like so the shit didn't get resolved for three days i was stuck in manchester and i just had this reoccurring loop of going back to the airport and being like yo is there a flight no there's no flights like we're still working on it was a nightmare because i didn't know where the fuck i was at i was in the middle i don't know where i still can tell you i just know manchester I ate the same breakfast for three days and I was like, bro, I have to go home. They had like this cafe that had like crepes and oatmeal and shit. And I went to the same place every day, went back to the airport. No, and it's dead over there, it's dead ass cold. So 
it was summer too it was cold as fuck do not go <laughs> i think it's only if you like soccer or what do they say football yeah that, nah don't go there it's not a vacation spot no nah, it doesn't sound like it <laughs> especially especially not if it's like layover town like <laughs> and they never even refunded me my shit damn <laughs> oh, that's even worse um what's it called um so before um b- um before i jump into a couple a couple things about some of your projects um you know like as you got older and started to just like develop your own tastes between music and movies and all that good shit like when like like when did you first consciously or or, or was there ever a time when you consciously linked film and music together in your head and realized there were two things that kind of like complement each other? Um, a little bit, yeah, but more like with, with visuals. So like a lot of music videos that I see, like I don't like when it's just a bunch of people standing around like, yo, I have more money than you, look, look. I feel like if they did like some cinematic shit, I'd be like, yo, like, like run through a field or something, do some different shit with a drone, do some angles, like everything just be like, jump jump and girls cars i don't i don't like that so i I looked into movies for like ideas of like cool like shots like because i want my um, i want my videos as i progress just to be like little movies low-key just Mm -hmm. how it how it looks how it's shot like i don't ever just want to rap to the camera i don't like videos where you just rap to the camera some of them call for it but i want to do more like crazy cinematic shit you know right and that's why i watch a lot of i try to watch a lot of movies well the adam project was pretty fire on netflix oh the ryan reynolds movie i haven't seen that yet either yeah that was hard i was watching that like yo this would be a fire like music video concept (laughs) but i kind of already did that concept when you see it you'll get it you'll get it all right now yeah now yeah now that i know that yeah i'll tap in just because you said that like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta know what you mean. Um, you, <laughs> so you mentioned, so, you know, like earlier you mentioned like being at purchase and kind of like feeling, um, you know, like, like, like just like having FOMO from watching all the homies like doing their thing. But, you know, like shortly after that, or maybe around that time, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like you put out Radiate. And, you know, like, you know, like for people who don't know, like Radiate is one of your like, like, if not your earliest project, like one of the earliest, like it, it's 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 a uh, ever. Yeah, there you go. See, like so like so like talk. So like talk to me about like being in that position, like what did it like talk to me about making Radiate and like what it meant to kind of put that together as like your first piece of work to be like, here I am. Here's Chelsea Reject. So I literally recorded it and uploaded it on the grounds of purchase, for real. Crazy. Um, I was like cutting class. So first I started, I had an idea and I, I was with my homie at the time and yo, and they were like, you gotta finish this shit. And I was kind of slacking. I'm like, yo, I gotta go back to class. I haven't been to class. <laughs> and one of my homies was like, yo, fuck that class. We should just finish this song. So it was really me being bullied by everyone. Into, I will always say that like rap chose me because I fought against it so much. Cause I was like, eh, nah, I don't like, 
oh, no, I don't like being around like bad people looking at me and shit. I'm really, I don't really like a lot of attention. So I'm like, nah, I'd rather be a poet, bro. So I just write poems. <laughs> I went to high school with AK and like, I used to legitimately do poems and he used to cut my ass. Like, bro, why are you walking? I had a beret. I just started my life. <laughs> yeah, I can't Damn. do that. I thought I figured out the, everything in the world. I was like, I'm a poet, bro. That's what I want to do. I want to go Damn. to school. And like, he literally was like, that's lame. Like, you should rap. And I, I went to his crib when I was in high school and made a little, I hated it. I was like, this is bad. Please don't put this anywhere. <laughs> but from then he was like, yo, you should just, you, get, you should get your own shit, get some equipment. And I dead learned it from YouTube and like him, like a little bit. I would like ask questions like, yo, I was in school doing that shit on my MacBook in my dorm room. And literally, I don't, I forgot how many songs it was. It was a lot though. Um, I put it, I uploaded it and I had just got my manager before that. He was like, yeah, just upload it. Like, this is fire, man. I mixed that shit terribly. <laughs> I was like, yo, YouTube help. <laughs> Seriously, recorded that whole shit on GarageBand and wow mix it myself <laughs> with the homies but yeah it was just the beginning of like me gaining that confidence to be vulnerable because a lot of those songs i was mad that's probably the most vulnerable i've ever been if y'all really want to hear like for real yeah so i was like sad as fuck i was going through it i didn't really know who i was fully but i was like figuring it out and that's like the scariest part of your life you know when you're younger like your younger 20s you think the world is over bro you're like it is right. fun <laughs> yeah nah yeah you know you're, you're not even thinking about 30 you're not even thinking about yeah. like that and, and, and it's crazy you know like real real quick sidebar as somebody who just hit 30 like I feel like I feel like I'm just getting started you know like if it, it's just like nothing like everything feels like it's like ready to continue in like a cool way, but, but enough about me. Um, like, so like, you know, like, I guess, uh, especially, especially since, especially since like you were so hands-on with the creation of radiate and like you made it in garage band and you mixed it yourself and you uploaded it to SoundCloud, like right at, like right around the time when SoundCloud was really starting to, to pop the way it did. Like, yeah what what do you what do you feel like you learned about yourself like from making a project like radiate like 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 looking back on it now like what do you kind of look at and be like wow like i did that <laughs> you know what if you that? do it all hold on let the mayhem first like, stop what are you guys doing you hear this shit? it sounds like the world is on me yeah no no i hear i hear fucking three cop cars outside I'm like by a highway, so I don't know who they got just now, but they're gonna be um, What did I learn about myself? I would say, I learned that I could like really make music, honestly, because I didn't, I'm really always winging it. I'm not gonna lie. Even till now, like I recently learned how to count bars like in the pandemic, bro, because I told someone that and they were like, what? You don't know how to count that. <laughs> no, you're slacking. I'm gonna show you right, right now right <laughs> so like everything i do is really just like goes off feeling you know so like mm -hmm. i just learned a little bit of information with whatever i could with recording but i think it's more so like how you use your voice like your connection with your equipment and just like being able to have that zen i was i was saying music is my zen like 
my therapy. And it just so happened that I put that first one was really like my therapy for real. Cause I was like, man, I feel all these things. And I'm sure other people feel these things, but if I just go and talk about it to them, they're not gonna give a fuck. You know what I mean? It's like I'm just be right. But if I like make a song, they might be able to understand me more. And I learned that you can relate to people really just through like manifesting something as an idea and just turning it into an actual song. So I learned that. I learned like alchemy. I was like, this is crazy. Like, you have an idea and it, it manifests into an actual thing that people can listen to. Like, that's mad spiritual, you know, that's mad spiritual. Yeah. And it was a lot for me to be that vulnerable. <laughs> like, my family found out and shit. They're like, this is what you're doing at the people's school. <laughs> you're not making sense. <laughs> my dad was kind of fucking with it, though. He was like, you know, I like it. Just don't say niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't say that ever. <laughs> oh, I know the type. That's so funny. I know the type. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, so you know, like you kind of like you know, you established or yeah, like you kind of make this statement and it's like, hey, here I am, like I'm doing this now. And then um a little while after you drop complex and um yeah so you drop complex and that kind of puts you on a quite quite a bigger platform than radiate did so um you know like what what do you feel was like the like like purely from like a creative like from like a creation standpoint like what do you feel like the biggest difference between working on radiate and complex was Hold on, let me plug this computer in. Oh, you're good. Yeah, no, you don't want the shit to die. I've had that happen to me before. That shit, that shit is awful. The devil is alive. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I didn't expect Complex to even be that crazy because I really, I made it before I even got approached by a label or whatever. Like I had already had the whole album done, mm-hmm. but I just didn't have it out yet. You know, I had that shit vaulted. I, I spent like an entire summer with like Joey and a couple of other like pros. We recorded the same place. So that shit was just like full. I didn't have to think, yo. It was just so much inspiration. It was crazy. Like, I, I don't even think I stressed making that album, which is insane. It was like after learning like the business aspect of shit. And all that, I was like, damn, making an album is fucking stressful. Before that, before all that, yo, that was probably the smoothest album. Like, I was recording, like, every day. I had mad ideas flowing. I didn't care about Spotify or nothing like that. You know what I mean? You just enjoying that. You know what I mean? And there's, like, a whole pressure with the internet now for artists because, like, I didn't even, I didn't even care about my Instagram, you know what I mean? Like, I had one, I didn't even care about that shit. Likes, nobody cared about that. We were just not as much doing this, like, scrolling. We was really working on music. Like, really just working on music, smoking, kicking it, freestyling, just, you know, enjoying that shit. So I feel like once I brought it to, like, the bigger scale or whatever, it, it changed a lot for me. I'm not gonna lie. On the yeah. I'm sure you know, like yeah, because you know, like yeah, like not only not only are you jumping from like doing it by yourself to kind of 
or, or, or like not necessarily by yourself, but like doing it on like a smaller scale to like something that's just like, you know, you, you know like complex is like really sprawling in a way that radiate kind of isn't. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like, of course it brought you like a bunch of exposure and like more people, like, you know, like that's where I came in. Like that was the first time I was like, oh, Chelsea reject. That's dope. You know? Um, and then, you know, like after all, after all of that happens, um, you mentioned earlier, there was a breakup. You went to Berlin. You spent some time out there for a while and you start putting, this is not my final form together. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, like it came out in 2019 and you kind of, and, you know, and like you were talking about the stresses, like this is, this is probably where the stress comes in because you're doing this, like you're doing it on the level of something like complex, but it's like by yourself and like, you're like independent mm-hmm. in like the truest possible sense so like so let's see like talk to me so like talk to me about like what what it was like making this is not my final form and like what it kind of means to you now that you look back on it because it's been the first version not the deluxe came out in 2019 I think right yeah yeah yes yeah so like three years on like you know like what 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 are some of the fonder memories you have of making this is not my final form or the not fond if you want to talk about the bad shit but it's up to you like (laughs) I have a little of both so like I guess after that after complex and then going back to being independent I was kind of like discouraged for a while feel me so like I think every artist goes through that where like they finally are like damn this, this is not exactly what I thought it was you know this is like a journey not just a you do this and you're on and the shit like it's different for every single person and like if you really if you really love it you gotta like put that work in and that time and, and have patience with that shit but that's my biggest problem is like patience with creating an album and I guess like once I had to be the one funding everything I was like stressed out I was like oh <laughs> this song that I record has to go about <laughs> like yeah we got two hours of this thing you feel right, me like yeah. you know, it changed a lot but um most having the home home studio stuff saved saved my life honestly i say every artist like still go to the studio yes because that's a whole another spaceship but like have your shit at home because like at six in the morning when there's not debauchery like this going on Remember that ASAP Frank song? He said, New York don't know how to be quiet. <laughs> yeah, 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 they don't know how to be quiet. I got I gotta record this at 8 p.m. It's the, the, the put in work remix. Yeah, no, nah, I'll never forget it. They are wild right now. I hope they I hope they, whatever's going on, they're okay. It sounds like national <laughs> news and shit. God damn. Oh, man. But yeah, um, what, what was I told, saying before that? that you were noise? saying <laughs> No, no, you you were just talking about the you talking about the value of having a home studio and just like being able to like do yeah. stuff and yeah. Even if you're not that nice, you can learn how to like just get the idea over the beat. You feel me? And like sometimes the studio is it's really gonna cost you a lot of money. Like especially after the pen Beasley, oh they started mm. tapping. I was like, all right, let me go after the when studios started opening back up. Basically, you know, they lost a lot of money when people were scared of a sneeze. Facts. And the place where you had to be on a mic in a compressed area, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not making no bread. So, like, as soon as the shit opened back up, they're like, yo, shit, every price was up. I'm like, what's going on? It's like inflation in the yeah. studio shit. 
but I get it. Like you gotta get get it how you gotta get it. So that's right. You need the the home studio because it it saved me from not having a project. You feel me? Because I like gave up on the project a couple of times. I was like, you know what, fuck it. But it's hard to give up on something that you started already. It's like fucked up when it comes to music. I feel like. Because how many times do rappers be like, fuck this shit, I'm retired, and then they come yeah. out with another album. Yeah, Man. two months later, they're like, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> you know, that's what. It's, they're like, damn, like, I got to finish that shit. I got to finish that idea. You're gonna, It's going to haunt you type shit. Right. Wow, no, I get it. Well, they got me. <laughs> <laughs> See, I get that because that's what, what, yeah, one more, one more quick little sidebar. That's what this was. That's what this podcast was for me. It was like a thing. It was like an idea that I had that I just kind of kept pushing to the side. And then I was eventually like, you know what? I want to like do this, you know? And it, it's, it's just like, it, it, it's, and, 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 you know, like, um, and like, I'm glad you brought that up about like the studio. Cause like, obviously like on top of the cost, like being in a studio, like a, prof- like, like a professional studio with like an engineer and like, like, I don't think people realize how intimidating an environment that is, you know, like it, it's, <laughs> right. it, it's you gotta have the right engineer, man. Right. I've had like, terrible engineers and that will ruin the whole, it will ruin the whole entire day. Like I was in Germany. I had like a German engineer. <laughs> I went to Germany and it was, it was like this white dude. And he seen that I had locks and he's like, I've been to Jamaica before, like trying to like, oh, no. <laughs> it was so awkward. And then like, I didn't record. I ended up leaving. I was like, bro, like he was asking me if I listen to Bounty Killer. He's like on his phone. I'm like, bro, like you need the right vibe of an engineer. And a lot of the engineers, you know what I mean? It's really hard to find them. I'm not going to lie to you. Right. I can. I've I can. been blessed in the in the past to find just great engineers that I can right. vibe with. Shout out, shout out to all the engineers because they because they never really get the credit they deserve. Like the good ones are just like they'll 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 have they'll have your shit sounding like like space. <laughs> it's crazy. But, you know, like it's just, uh, um, yeah, just like being in the studio is like a being in a professional studio is a really intimidating thing. Just like, you know, just like like on some like a performance anxiety type shit. So like to have a setup at home whether it's just like, you know, like, even if it's just like a microphone and fucking like Pro Tools or like even GarageBand, you know, like that's like, it helps to take the edge off and just kind of let you like tease out ideas if you want to just like do it like that. Like, like that's like, that's an incredible thing about being a creator of anything like right now. Cause like you can, you can have like an entire studio in your bag. Like as long as you have like a laptop, you don't even you need like a beat machine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I just that the other day, that shit fucked me up. I was like, nah, there's no fucking way. Like that's what Madlib does. Like Madlib makes all his shit on his, on his on his iPad, and like, like he's fucking Madlib, you know? Like, like yeah, like you y'all can't see it, but yeah, Chelsea just pulled up a pulled up the iPad with the with the software on it. Looks crazy. Like that shit is beautiful. Like <laughs> what was that when I was younger? Sheesh, these, these kids are. <laughs> I had a thousand and a half songs by now. What? <laughs> yeah, just in the you know, Every generation does. Every generation only has to run like a little bit as fast as and and, and like that's great. I love that. I think I I, yeah. I think that's beautiful. Um, but uh, you know, like to me, so like to me, having you know, like having kind of been around for a while and like kind of seeing you grow, 
between especially between complex and final form like i feel like especially with the deluxe it feels like this is like a it feels like your most like complete and holistic thing you've ever made to me and you know like i'm just curious like what do you like do you feel that final form says anything about you as an artist that your first two projects didn't and if so what do you think that would be um i feel like my first two projects they they were like they were good when like lyrical wise like people were like impressed with more of the bars like in my earlier stuff but i feel like i found ways to make better songs if that makes sense oh it does it definitely does i kind of like just experimented more when i'm still i'm still trying to like find i'm still on the quest for like that sound I won't say I don't know my sound because I definitely do, but I feel like I can always expand on it and I'm open to the growth to whatever, you know what I mean? I don't have like a set, like a lot of people want me to just make boom back and I'm like, that's cool. I, I got y'all, but you know what I mean? I want to like experiment. I want to like try match it. I literally want to learn an instrument when I stop being lazy as fuck. One of these days, I swear to God, I'm picking up a guitar or something. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, I know you were talking before about like wanting to learn the guitar. Like I like I feel like I've seen you talk about that a bunch, but, you know, like it's a process and, you know, like it it, 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 it takes a while. Like it's not a you know, like it's like, you, you know, you can move at your own pace and do it whenever, you know, like the guitar is not going nowhere. You like know? I, I don't think I have the attentions, man, right at this moment. <laughs> and that's cool. <laughs> but I'm really with it. I'm soon like it's, it's on my list of on my bucket list, you know. And I definitely want to learn how to like be more hands-on with beat making, but honestly, it, it really scares me more than anything. Like learning how to make beats. Cause I'm so scared to like just have the most mids beats. And yeah. it's like you can't really control that. Like with rapping, you can kind of control that. Like, you know what I mean? But with beats, you gotta learn that shit for real, for real. And I'm like, damn, I don't really know how to make them, but I feel like the artists that make their own beats, they they get deeper into their sound and like they have like yeah. more of a signature sound i really would like that one day too <laughs> all these things is just it takes time and patience right that's a fact like i've been um, um i've been reading the dilla book um dilla time which everybody go read dilla time like go buy it dan charnas did a fucking amazing job first and foremost and like <laughs> just like to see the techniques that he because like he like re, they like really get like granular and like specific with like the details of how he made beats and like what he did with the machine and just like it's just it like i've always loved production and like beats are a thing that i've always wanted to try but like i've always kind of been in your shoes where i've kind of been like intimidated about it but like reading the way that dilla kind of taught himself to do all of this stuff and like picked it up from the music that he was listening to like it's just, it's like, it's a process and it takes time. And, you know, like having that signature sound is a thing that's like, that's precious and priceless. And I'm also always really intrigued and interested by like rapper producers and like, not even just like rapper producers, but like rappers who like produce their own music. Cause like you have, like you said, there's like a deeper understanding of like, you know like you know you're gonna rap different over your own beat than somebody else would 
you know like you right. just like you, you like understand it on a different level because you made it and you know it, it's you know I, I just love I love that you relationship the way you want, you know right I mean? you know it's a lot yeah like nobody knows you better than you you know so like it's it's just uh I'm excited to see where you go with that whenever it happens you know because like that's always a it's always cool to see people kind of get in there like that's a specific bag that I wish everybody would hop into but you know like not everybody wants to produce not everybody wants to make the music some people just want to rap and that's fine too like you know but I just love you know like that like that level of curiosity like is great and everybody you know like everybody should feel like they can indulge in that whether it's like in a studio or like you know like in your crib you know like that's 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 the beautiful thing about being an artist today like we were saying before um i'm kind of rambling right now sorry about that but (laughs) (laughs) i'm smack i'm fake getting the munchies right now i'm like what is there to eat Yeah. Uh, but what's it called? We're almost done. I only got a couple more questions for you. Um, you know, you're um <laughs> that was just funny. I'm just I'm just I'm just still thinking about it. Just like I'm, I'm rambling and just like I'm smacked. That shit is funny as hell. Um, <laughs> um what's it called? Um so you know you've been teased you've been teasing Planet Reject for a little while. And um oh actually wait, 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 no, 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 no. Before we get to that, um I feel like we haven't specifically touched on Dragon Ball Z because mm-hmm. like that's a, because like that's a thing that's very important to you. you used to walk around with the scouter with the scouter shit on all the time. And like, of course, it's not my final form is, you know, you know, like the wild freezer reference and the cover is very like so just like, yeah, I, I can't believe I forgot to write this question down. So Dragon Ball, like talk to me about like you mentioned earlier that you like you saw it at your cousin's house. But like, what was it about Dragon Ball Z like? Like, what is it about that series that you love so much? And what does it mean to you? And like, Toonami just turned 25 yesterday, too. So keep that in mind, too. Happy birthday to Toonami. Yeah, that's wild. Um, what, what really made me like Dragon Ball Z more so was like them training to be better people, like the hyperbolic chamber, like coming uh-huh. together to like make energy, to make a spirit bomb, like how you like greater as a group even the fusion like yo i just like everything about it like not necessarily the show because it got like i watch it still but not as much because i'm old now you know what i mean it's like right. it's still fire like i need to go back like to dragon ball type shit the beginning them shits is long you know what i mean yeah um but it's more like the idea behind it like this is not your final form like the power of the energy levels and shit. I like, I think that's so dope. No, I want I like not a live action. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not again. <laughs> not again. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> not, not like a live action, but something that incorporates like these ideas. Like some type of show, you know, it doesn't have to be Dragon Ball, but I like the reading of energies and the collecting. Like, yeah, I really dead got this shit <laughs> oh 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 wait oh wait wait what is that is that well well one of those is a dragon ball i think right oh yeah no nah, she has um um, um yeah 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 she's got shenron on the side of her face i didn't see that before that's crazy um <laughs> hey, hey man 
Let's go. Yeah, I was in the pandemic. I was like, the world's ending, so I'm gonna <laughs> I showed you. Did I show you? Did I show you my tattoo at the at the at the show? I got a, I got a Gengar. I think I showed it to you, right? Yeah, that's hard. It's really. Yeah. I like minimalistic like characters too. That's when a bunch. I'm not getting any more uh, face, face tattoos. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, hey. I'm not trying to uh, trippy red or some shit. I'm, <laughs> I'm good. Because at that point, people are going to test my gangster, and like, I'm not gangster at all. So it's like, right. No, this is just art. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Nah, like, yeah. And, and yeah, just like that. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like a lot of people connect to Dragon Ball in those specific ways too. Like, just like, yeah, like, you know, like that growth and just like, the constant like strive to be better and like train and you know like there's just like so many like universal themes like like dragon ball is just one of those things that i think is going to live forever you know like it, it's it's like it's not exactly the same as something like a looney tunes but, but like you know how like we were like watching those like almost century old cartoons like growing up like i feel like dragon ball is going to be one of those things that it's just like it's always going to be like in the periphery and it's just like evergreen like always relevant like 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 that's just gonna be a thing that's like everybody knows who Goku is, you know. Like everybody knows, like like everybody knows the broad strokes between like Goku and Vegeta and Gohan and like you know like the Frieza arc and like that's just gonna be one of those things that like people, you know, like kids, kids and uh, kids in like twenty seventy five are just gonna like know and shit. My everything is fucking up right yeah. now. I just got a, <laughs> I just got a, I just got a phone call and, uh, okay. I gotta hang on. I gotta put my shit on airplane mode. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, I hope I hope you heard everything I just said. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I heard it. Okay. Cool. Um, so, so that so 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 there were a few things I wanted to touch on. A, um, you've been teasing Planet Reject for a little while. Speaking of all the Dragon Ball shit. And, you know, just because I was curious, like, you know, like what, like, like, I almost like, I, I almost feel like I shouldn't ask, like, what should people expect from it? But like, shouldn't what? expect it. No, 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 expect it. Because, you know, it's the worst, like, when you like, when you take a little break, like, and by low break, I mean like a year, not even six months. Cause after six months, people are like, you fell off. What's going on? Like, ah, ah, ah. Cause we microwave. Right. But I don't like, I don't, I don't like to put disclaimers behind my shit because I'm a sensitive motherfucker. And, and once you're like, yo, this is gonna be such and such, everyone's like, fuck, this is the worst shit ever. Just cause you said that shit. They're like, this is yeah. it. You lied. So I'm like, don't expect nothing. Feel me? Just you know, expect music. Hard. And yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to jinx myself. <laughs> that's that's fair and valid. I'm with it. Um, and my very last question for you because I've been curious about this forever. Talk to me about the bubble girl thing that you've been doing. Like uh, I saw you. I. What happened? I'm I'm ready to fight about that. You feel me? Don't know Are you? Don't oh, okay, 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 okay. Now I'm saying, right. don't nobody steal my idea because a couple of people will be DMing me like, yo, we're, yo, nothing. It's mine <laughs> right now. Figure it out. But anyway, um, 
<laughs> I did it during COVID. I got the idea from like the Flaming Lips. You know that band? They, they oh yeah, yeah, it. I know the Flaming Lips. They did an entire show where everyone was in that shit, which is really scary to me. I would not put my supporters in a bubble if they never been in one. That sounds like a liability, but I'm sure they signed, you know, whatever they had to sign before they hopped in that shit, because there's no way. There's right, no way. right, right. But it was like COVID, and I was like, yo, that's like the fire shit ever. I'm probably going to... My idea was just to use it in that one video, but then when I did get in it, I was like, yo, this is so me. Like, like I just... I'm allergic to life right now. I just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm really, I'm really like in my own bubble is the, like the way I put it right now. So right, I really yeah. enjoy being in it. And people are like asking me the dumbest shit when I go in there. They're like, can you breathe? Can you breathe in there? Like, what? You think if I couldn't breathe, I would be walking up and down this block. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not like the Rick and Morty bubble gun where there's no air in the shit. Hey. <laughs> I really i really want to go on water with it but i'm scared that's the that's like i don't know i'm scared i'm scared what if that shit like just floats away and i never come it would have to be like a pool or something but I hate right <laughs> yeah you know you're gonna you're gonna be like you you gotta be like dash in the incredibles and like constantly be running or else you're about to fall in that shit like you're just gonna be like in the hamster wheel just like running across the water like fucking <laughs> Awesome cartoon and shit. That sounds like go to Prospect Park and just go out. I was like, hell no, I will die. Like, yeah, I will float into the middle of that lake. Nobody's coming to get me, bro. They're gonna be mad as fuck having to rescue a girl in a bubble. Like, Uh imagine your job. They're like, yo, there's a girl in the middle of (laughs) the water at Prospect Park. (laughs) Like, what? She's in a bubble, bro. You gotta come get. (laughs) Like, yeah. That would be the most embarrassing shit just on the news. Like they would cut my ass. Right. Yeah, not nah, yeah, no, nah, you you would be down worse than DJ Khaled when he was on the jet ski and they had to go ca- and, and they had to go get him at night. <laughs> that was a, that shit was a moment. Oh man. But um what's it called? I don't got any more questions, but um Chels, thank you so much. This was so much fun. <laughs> I, I've, I've been i've been i've been uh, i've been off it for like a week and a half so this was a nice one to kind of bring it back in and have some fun um also everyone go listen to whoa because whoa is out and it's and it's hard shout hey. out shout out shout out to whoa the single um but yeah nah like thank you so much for taking the time i really 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 appreciate you and i'm just like proud of your growth and excited always excited to see where you go next I appreciate you too, man. Thanks for always tapping in. I appreciate that much. You, you got longevity. You feel me? You, you go back. You go back. And you make yeah. sure. You, no, that's good. That's good. Always nah, do that. No, nah, always. Yeah, like that's important to me. You know, like we're all people. Like we're not, we're not, we're not like, we're not just like artists and rappers and writers and content creators. Like we're people. And, you know, like if, if there's a good connection, I'm always down to make a good connection. So just like, thank you for that always (laughs) let me thanks for listening shout out to y'all for making it this far and shout out to all the black people listening too because y'all really impeccable don't forget to like subscribe and tell a friend to come through next time one